you catch me a bit tired again today. So I hope that's okay. Um, that's the version that uh, that is showing up today. I was doing a three-hour workshop this morning. Um, I don't like the word doing. It's so vague, isn't it? I listened to a podcast about uh, Apple tech. And one of the hosts keeps talking about how Apple do an iPhone and whether they're going to do a Mac or do an iPad. And it's like, you know the word is make. I know you know the word is make. You can just say make. They're going to they're gonna do another iPhone. It's like, we use that word do. And it's just like, it's such a sort of, I, yeah, what can I say? I have a thing about lazy speech. <laughs> uh, but I, 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 I ran a workshop this morning. There you go. Uh, which is three hours of sort of being being on. Um, and I think it's drained me. And it's the second one I've done. And I'm, I was tempted to go back to the episode the, that I would have recorded. Cause, uh, right now we're still sort of, I record the day of release at the moment. Um, I was tempted to go back to try and find the one that I would have recorded that day to see what my energy levels were like. But yeah, I'm I'm a I'm a tired boy, and it kicked in. Um, after lunch, I think. Probably didn't help that I had some stodgy lunch, and I forget that sometimes. Um, I do forget sometimes. Actually, if you eat a load of carbs, <laughs> that does really just make you go, Pew! um, so it's probably that. To be honest, there's done it. And, you know, obviously the, this morning hasn't helped. But, you know, because I, I went out and I went to the shop and bought some carbs. Uh, and I came home and I ate some of the carbs. And, uh, yeah, I think uh, that's probably what did it. But I hope you are doing well today, whenever you are listening to this. And that you're up for a little bimble around our uh, our, our little area here, our little shared space this is the lighthouse. It's just a space for us to be together for half an hour. Uh, and for nothing else to matter. You don't have to do anything or be anywhere. You can just take this time for yourself. There's nothing you need to, you know, you don't have to pay attention. You can if you like. It's nice to know you're here. So with that in mind, let's give ourselves a little check-in. Let's give ourselves a moment to to clock in and to ask ourselves, let's go embodied today. Since I'm feeling tired, what does your body want to tell you today that it might be nice for you to, to notice? If you take a moment to sort of really connect yourself with your surroundings and... Just tune in and see, Is you know, are you hungry? Are you full? Are you a bit bloated? Are you thirsty? You know, what comes up? And if you can't deal with it right now, uh, does it need dealing with? And uh, is that something you can do in half an hour? As in, in half an hour's time. <laughs> Not in half, yeah, you get it. So I'm a bit bloated. I made a very, um, I basically I made a curry from a jar. <laughs> so to, to have said I've made it is perhaps 
um, disingenuous, that's not disingenuous, but you know, um, I sort of quickly marinated some chicken. I think had I, had I bought the chicken yesterday and had the foresight, uh, I probably would have marinated it yesterday or this morning and, and let it sit. Um, but as it happened, I didn't do that. Um, so I just, I, I rubbed some chicken with some stuff and, uh, shoved it in a pan with some, uh, red peppers and some spinach right at the end, finished it off with a bit of spinach, ran some spinach through it. Uh, and just a big jar of like, uh, Balty, um, balty jar sauce. That was my tea. And I had that. A um, couple of chicken thighs, that was, on the bone. And, uh, yeah. I bought naan, and um, partway through plating up, I was like, ah, you know what? I didn't do, I didn't do the naan. I didn't cook the naan. Um... I should have I should have put the oven on for the naan, but then I've definitely had enough to eat today. Because it's you know I've been telling myself all day you're running a thing you, you can you know you need to keep your energy up or whatever. Um, so probably you know, hey. But enough of that. This enough of this wallowing in hypocrisy. <laughs> uh, this is a space where we uh, where we we spend half an hour together and. Yeah, maybe enjoy each other's company. I like the idea that there are some times you can just... I'm trying to think the last time I ever did this, and I'm sure I have, and it would have been multiple decades ago. Have you ever sat on the phone with someone and it's and you don't talk for for a while and it's just kind of you're just enjoying the silence but knowing that the other person is on the other end i'm sure i'm sure i've done that you know perhaps you had a uh, a sweetheart um i remember so because it's 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 throwback so it's throwback thursday today right so it's it's old story time and I hadn't prepared one, but I thought, oh, I'm sure I'll find, I'll sidle into something. <laughs> um, and the story that comes to mind is being 18. And when I was of that age, there were a couple of websites for uh, dating, right? Just internet dating. And so this is, I am at this point talking about, oh dear, uh, my, I am tired because I can't do basic rudimentary maths. Uh, so you're looking at 2001. This would have been probably 2000 because I think I would have started at 17. Possibly. But either way, that was the thing. There were two websites. There was thespark.com 
or, or no, I think it was called Spark. It might have been called Spark Dating, and it was an offshoot of thespark.com, which I believe no longer exists. Neither of these sites uh, exist anymore. Um, which I sort of never had really any success with. And then there was the other one, and I can't remember its name now. But it was... Yeah, what was it called? I feel like it had a similar name. It had Spark or something like that in the name. And it was a very 2001 website. All big... Because the, the spark.com was quite sort of... It, it felt a little bit more techy. Uh, it was a bit sort of bunched up and a bit kind of boxy. Uh, and sort of, yeah, chromey type stuff whereas this other one uh was a bit more it felt a little bit more homegrown it was red i remember a lot of red color uh and i think it was an international site but there were enough people that were using it in the uk and you know the pool was small enough I think that it it worked, you know, because you, you're you are talking early days of of the web. Well, not early days of the web, really. It's ten years after the birth of the web, um, or thereabouts. But you know, broadband wasn't ubiquitous and and all that kind of stuff. So and 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 also even with that, you know, then the the type of person who's going to use it for internet dating and blah blah blah. So the, you know, the the pool was smaller then. And so it was one of those where you you would do an uh, you'd do a questionnaire you'd fi- see I keep saying do and now I've become self conscious about it it's a fine word to use it's perfectly fine I've just decided now that I'm going to pick on myself for it um, but you would fill in a questionnaire and it would try and use that as some kind of means of I guess you know it's just gonna. It's a it's a basic database match, really, of of seeing how you match with with other people, um, what the what the sort of the profile is, and and how similar their answers are to yours. Um, and you message people, and I think the 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 sort of game was to get people off that system off that site and into whatever system you felt comfortable with. I was listening to some people today talking about MSN messenger. So that could have quite easily been one of the places. And in fact, it was how I spoke to a lot of people. It was how I communicated that, that it was MSN messenger. I mean, I started in ICQ, which I I don't think I got the net. I don't think I got the joke, the pun of that name until decades later when I heard someone say it on an audio book, I, 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 I'm not sure, but I see, you know, I see Q, I see Q, I see Q, I see Q. Yeah. Um, and that one was a weird one because they hadn't thought of the idea of usernames that hadn't sort of crossed their mind. Uh, the people at ICQ when they, when they sort of came up with this, it was a, you know, a chat service, a just chat 
site, uh, like uh, an AOL Instant Messenger or MSN Messenger, but it was proto those before Yahoo as well. Um, but yeah, they hadn't cottoned onto the idea of usernames or screen names, so it was numbers. Everybody was a number, and I imagine it was it was the number in the database. It was the primary key in the database. So if you were the first person, you had the ICQ number of one. And I bet in some cultures, in some subcultures of the internet, that was a real badge of honor to have a lower. Imagine that as a status thing. I mean, if you honestly, if you took that into today's world 20 years hence and more and looked at the way dating and other things work i really think there would be cachet in like you never date someone who's got like and it will be so it will be a bro thing right um women should never date a dude who's got a higher ICQ number than her because that means he came onto the service later. So, you know what I mean? It'll be, I bet you there would have been something like that if ICQ was still a thing today and if we used numbers. There would be some, because they definitely would have been sequential. Um, the, yeah, right. You you can you can you can pick up what I'm putting down here, right? There, there would definitely be a rule. Uh, thou shalt not date someone of a of a higher number, but it would be somehow gendered. I'm certain of it. Any who's and um, I had a big long ICQ number. I, I don't think. I, I mean, I'm not sure if you were meant to remember the number. Um, I think it was fairly easy to access if you just wanted to give it to someone, but it was a long number. Um, and so, yeah, I, I start with ICQ, I then moved on. I think Yahoo for a bit. Yahoo had a messenger and there was a little bit of that. But then everybody really in the UK coalesced around MSN and... Whenever my computer was out of commission, it's one of the things I actually noted. Um, and uh, by the way, like I did, did the odd chat room as well. Yahoo chat existed. Might even have done a couple of uh, voice chats at some point as well. Pretty sure I did. But I remember doing... And this can't be right, because it couldn't have been that sophisticated. But in my head... And maybe I'm wrong, but in my head, there was, it was like a push to talk thing. And in my head, there was profanity detection, which I don't know. That seems far fetched now that I think about it for, for them to have done that 20 years ago in audio seems I don't know. I'd, I'd, I'd be curious to, to look that up, but that seems unlikely. But I, ha I do have a memory of that. So I'm sure it, it, maybe people thought it existed and maybe uh, things cut out occasionally. Maybe that's what people told themselves, that it was a profanity detecting, detection thing. But, you know, speech to text existed, obviously. Um, or Yeah, speech to text. Um, so maybe, but mm, I don't know. But whenever my computer was out of commission, that was the thing I missed. It was interesting. Like, I, 
I missed being connected to my friends, which is the same thing that leads me to have Twitter open. Because Twitter feels like my space. Like it feels like my my room. Like it feels like the, you know, the, the we used to call it like the, the pub of the internet or whatever. And that's always meant a lot to me. And it's why I've never been really able to leave Twitter because it's always felt like that that pub space and it's changed a lot and it's not really that anymore and I could talk about that ad nauseum but um, things like MSN Messenger the idea of virtually being you know there'd, there'd be times when you'd, you'd hop on and you'd you'd log on because there was there were some services that wouldn't let you log in and connect like um, what's the word connect with a sort of connect as a way if you like you know because you you could show that you were away which means you know i'm not going to see your message and you could log in sort of invisibly so it wouldn't tell people that you were actually there that was a thing that you could do um and it was one of the services that didn't have it one of the one of them that that did um and it was it was because you would do it if you were avoiding someone. So if you saw someone, one of your people, one of your you know ostensible friends was, oh, ostensive is it ostensive anyway. One of your apparent friends was online and he didn't want to talk to them, or it was awkward, or you were, you'd said something bad to them, or they whatever, and it, you know you didn't want the backlash because you you wouldn't you know there was there was no muting and you wouldn't necessarily unfriend them because I think they would know about that. You know, it was a, it was a, there was a parity there. It was a symmetry there. It was symmetry, a symmetrical relationship. I think you both, so it wasn't like a following thing. So if one of them severed the connection, that was it. You would, you, and then you'd go to, you know, college the next day and you'd have to have an awkward conversation. Um, but you could log in invisibly and say, you know, or what you'd have to do is do the dance of as quickly as possible, log in and then switch yourself to away. Um, so that's the thing I remember doing. But yeah, it it was just that that idea of being able to hang out in a space. It, it it's one of the things that makes me realise that that and and I I have to apologise to my my poor body. But really, it just exists to ferry my brain to different places. And that's that's why I don't necessarily treat it the, the way it should be treated. And, and I, I apologize to my body for that. And, and you know, there's obviously a, a very important thing here to say, well, you know, if you keep doing that, then the thing that ferries your brain around, A, it's going to do a, uh, a crappier job, and B, it's not going to do that for as long as it could do if you took care of, you know, the machine. So there, there is absolutely that. It's useful to just make that point, I think. Um, but this whole thing, you know, if I think about now, I ran a three-hour workshop and they were all from the UK, but I, could, I wouldn't have got these three people in different places, you know, different parts of the UK uh, to all be in the same room as me. That wouldn't have happened. 
Um, and and you know, I I I couldn't have gone to each of these individuals. I wouldn't have hired a space and got them all to come to me. But then you know, I can do that, and then ten minutes later, I mean, really, no minutes later, I could be speaking to someone else in in another part of the the world and be feel sort of thoroughly transported in 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 a sense. And I think I've always felt that. I don't know about you. Um with the idea of 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 chat, this idea of your door being open. And I miss that and I've looked for it in some regards. And I've never really found it because the thing with like slacks and discord and things is you can sort of be there but you're hopping in between different spaces and it's not the same version of the person uh, in in those different you know if you if you have anyone sort of common you can't carry the conversation over um you know i'm talking about like different slacks yes you can move between them but the the mark who is in one slack is not actually the same mark as as the other slack um and the relationships you have don't carry over and the messages and all that kind of stuff. And same with Discord. Um, and I like the idea that there's one place and then just lots of like sub rooms and stuff, but there being a sense of it being one place. Um, for whatever reason, I, I just don't like Discord. Discord just feels too gamery still to me and it's just a bit weird. The app's just a bit weird. Don't like it. Slack is nice and clean. Uh, it's just a shame that their business model is different because, yeah, Discord is kind of a nice... It's got some nice things about it, but it's too it's too weighty and it's got too much cruft in it that's, like, for gamers and they've tried to broaden it out, but it doesn't, it's, nah, it's, just, it's just still for gamers. Um, but, yeah, so in the absence of, of there being a real space like that, I have Twitter open. And I kind of just hang out on Twitter, just reading, you know, a lot of the time. And, and occasionally I'll pipe up and post something. Um, but there's something about it's because it's not the website. That's that's the key thing. I don't have the website open because that doesn't feel active. It doesn't, you know, in my brain, it's not the same thing. So I have the app. Um, it's it's a, it's not the Twitter official Twitter app on the desktop, but it's a one that's um, a third party app. And it just sits there. And so I'm always sort of on and in Twitter. And it's not the same as being on or in a website. It still feels kind of live. And it's just a complete, it's just a, like a fabrication. It's just a, it's just a, the way that I think about that, you know, that service or that, that site. Um, it's, it's really no different, but there's something about it feels like an active space of conversation. So I dig it. But I think, yeah, it would be nice to find one where it was a bit more casual or there was space for more casual conversations, more playful conversations, where it wasn't all just threads about marketing. Uh, you know, I've always said you, you make your own Twitter because of who you follow. Your your social graph determines what you see, obviously. But yeah, I, I, I kind of miss that sense of, like I said, with MSN uh, or Yahoo or any of these things, you have to open the app first and then like sign in, you know, you have to actually, and you know, 
doors you would hear sound effects of like doors opening and stuff when people um came online and jumped offline like that was that was an event uh those things were real and part of the how we understood the space you know that 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 it was a space that you are inhabiting and it's that that i dig it's that real sense of i am here I'm not just observing. I'm not just popping in every now and again when I've got a quip or whatever. Like, I am actively here and you can tag me right now. And that's the expectation. I like that. I know not everybody does. And, you know, again, like, if you're busy, you set yourself away. But that's the kind of thing about Slack that is cool is that if you are sort of open to having a bit of a chat, that you can see that someone's online. And it's the same, like, there's these old school... IRC clients that uh, IRC being a like a text-based chat that sort of glorifies in how lo-fi it is like it loves like a lot of those tech bro things it loves how lo-fi it is and 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 you know they want to make it look as sort of inaccessible as possible to make sure that they can keep normies out and all the signals that these things have and that lots of sort of techie things have it's like let's let's make sure that we use uh, fixed width, you know, uh, teletype type font um, and try and use military colors and all these, you know, or offer themes with our editor that look like military colors or dark colors so that we can make it look as sort of inhos- not inhospitable necessarily, but not outwardly welcoming because we don't want that because we're, you know, we're tech bros. Old school tech bros, not the new silicon valley type tech bro um god i'm making a lot of judgments but i think you get the idea right i like a space that's a bit warmer and a bit more welcoming i always have like as as fait and and literate as i am in the tech world as much as i you know speak a lot of the lingo um i don't have a huge taste for that kind of sort of a, 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 a oppressive, not oppressive, this is the wrong word again, but, you know, again, deliberately not outwardly welcoming. <laughs> I've never really had time for that. But yeah, um, so the dating app, the dating website, um, the idea was was to get people onto, you know, that or texting and so you'd you'd have a couple of messages. You'd see if you liked each other, uh, and then you would go off. And you know, hopefully, if, if you liked each other, you'd uh, you'd 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 do texting. And I did texting with this girl who called herself Rachel to begin with. She called herself Rachel on the website. I won't tell you her real name, um, but that's that's how she went right. And then at some point, she said. This is my my name. We'll call her Gemma, uh, which is not her name. Um, and we, yeah, we got to chatting and and uh, we got on and sort of made each other laugh. And then we do, yeah, we do the long phone call thing, which is what was making me think about the long silences on the phone. Because I think if there was anyone that I would have done it with, it would have been Gemma. Just having one of those sort of procrastinated... Because we did the whole cliche, no, you hang up, no, you hang up, that thing. It's very sweet. 
Um, that was the closest I'd got to a relationship in the year of our Lord, 2001. Um, and we eventually got to the point where we decided to meet up. Now, she was in Melton Mowbray, which is where they make the pork pies. And so that's a train ride away. Still Midlands, I believe. It is still the Midlands. But nor north north of the Midlands, I believe. Uh, perhaps not the West Midlands. So not the best Midlands, but the Midlands nonetheless, I believe. Uh, and so I got the train up. I believe it it is up. So I got the train up there. No, in fact, in fact, my parents, my 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 besainted parents, they're not dead, uh, drove me up there because they would not countenance me getting there myself. And you know, it's fine. I was eighteen, but and you know, I did, I did, of course, protest. And they're like, no, 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 we're gonna very protectively, you know, we're going to make sure that this woman's not an axe murderer. Ah, the, those were the days, eh? Um, so yeah, they, they drove uh, me up. Uh, I think they, they might have even come to the door and said hello and everyone met each other and it was a bit awkward. And then I saw Gemma and I, sort of fancied her beforehand and then sort of didn't when I saw her. Um, and yeah, and it was, it was all right. It was, it was a, it was a day we watched, we went to go and watch what women want the Mel Gibson, the problematic Mel Gibson film. I mean the problematic Mel Gibson or the, problematic Mel Gibson film. You know what I mean? Like it's, we, we, however you choose to use the word pro problematic, it works both ways in that. But uh, yes, that's what we saw. Uh, and we went, I think we went to the, to a bowling place and played the arcades. I don't think we bowled. I don't think we did. We went to a shop and she bought me a shirt, which I kept for ages. I mean, God, it would be like a dish rug on me now. I mean, I've always been a fat boy, but um considerably uh, heftier now. Um, but it was a green, it was a nice green shirt. I don't know why, but she bought it for me. It's very nice. Um, and we parted ways at the train station. Um, the train pulled up and I got on, well, just before I got on, there was a whole thing of like, you know, are you going to like give me a kiss or do anything? And I think it was at that point I started to realize that I'm a, I'm a, I'm, I'm different. <laughs> and that's maybe a story for another day. I told you uh, at some point about dropping truth bombs. Um, I, I am given to some sort of blistering honesty, uh, as I described again with someone today. Um, Maybe, maybe, maybe you can get me drunk and I'll tell you more about that. But yeah, for now, like I kind of, and I think it had less to do with, she wasn't, you know, m maybe the physical ideal that I thought. I think I, I'm not quite that, um, I'm not quite that shallow 
Um, actually, that, that would be the wrong word in this circumstance. Um, but, it, you know, it didn't matter enough that I couldn't have um, showed some sort of physical affection. But it turns out, dear listener, that is not, that is not uh, a gift that I possess. And it is a gift because it doesn't come naturally to everyone. And I know that because it doesn't come naturally to me. Um, I'm, a, I'm a big hugger. I like a big hug. Very comfortable with a big hug. I'm very uncomfortable with anything more intimate than a great big hug. <laughs> it turns out. And that was the first inkling of that that I got at the age of 18. Um, and so I went back on the train and I was sort of moody because, you know, I was, I was still a bit of a... I had... You know, entitled bloke tendencies, um, and would do for for several years hence. You know, I'd, I'd like to think most of those are gone now. Not probably. I'm sure there are latent ones around. Um, uh, I have enough self knowledge to know that I don't have as no, as much self knowledge as I think I have. <laughs> Try and navigate around that one. But you know, I'm sure. Uh, yeah, I I know back then I I was a little bit more still kind of soft and pliable and squishy. But, you know, and, and again, teenager and all that stuff. So I was a little bit like, mm, she didn't look like she did on the, on the profile. God. Um, this is the problem with men. Um, but that night, and, you know, maybe this is the person who doesn't like, you know, who who, who wants companionship, sort of thinking, well, you know what? I know... She wasn't my physical ideal or whatever, but we were, you know, close to being boyfriend and girlfriend. Gosh darn it. And uh, I should like that to continue. And so I had that realisation the next morning. You know, I sort of woke up to that and went, you know, with a fresh head, like, no, you know what? I I was I was perhaps, un, you know, un, not unkind, but yeah, right? A little bit. So maybe maybe don't be quite so not exactly beggars can't be choosers it wasn't quite that although I feel like someone's come close to saying that to me at some point um, but something along those lines and not, not quite as grim as that but it was more like you know what I know whatever but she's she's mine god damn it and I, I mean mine in a not a, a possessive sense but you know what I mean um, and that that morning she texted and said, yeah, I don't think it really worked, did it? Uh, there wasn't that spark. <laughs> uh, and so I was like, oh, oh well. Because there wasn't. And I think it's happened, uh, it happened so rarely, it's really hard to get a good read on it. But I suspect it's uh, it's faulty wiring at this end. <laughs> <laughs> I think is is what's happening there. Um it's uh yes, it's it's very much that uh the the receiver is working perfectly fine but the uh the 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 the, the transmitter uh is 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 very much broken. Um yeah. <laughs> so hey ho. That is that is the life and that is perhaps what leads me to make a podcast like this. Uh, it's because if I can't sort of reach out and uh, 
you know, if I if I'm if I'm if, if I'm going to be Edward's if I'm going to be a reverse Edward Scissorhands. No, not a reverse sort of a yeah, an Edward Scissorhands effectively. Um, another revelation. I, I, I know we'll wait. We'll wait over time here, but this has become the thing now, hasn't it? Another quick revelation of that is, ooh, how many years later? Ten? No. Nearly twenty years later. About eighteen years later. Uh, having to sit across from someone and massage their hands, and really, and it was it was it was a bloke, and I'm not a, um, I've I've kissed a man. I'm not a you know particularly uh, heteronormative gentleman, um, so it, you know, but I would have felt you know more awkward doing it with a lady. Um, but it was yeah doing the like massaging hands, and I was so ginger and so like. Yeah, just didn't want to get in there. Didn't want to really give it a good massage, and then we had to switch, and the other person did it to me, and it was he was like full on, like, oh no, I guess that's what you're supposed to do. But yeah, I hated that experience. We had to look in each other's eyes for like two minutes, and it was ghastly. And then we had to do it. Oh, it was horrid. It was absolutely horrid. It was torture. I, it was a, 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 an improv group I just joined, and this was my induction. People who joined after us didn't have to do this, but I did. Um, and it sucked and I hated it and I, I, I didn't want to go back and then I did and I never had to do anything like that again. Um, but yeah, looking in, looking into someone's eyes and then having to massage their hands and then being tying each other's shoelaces together or whatever it was and doing a, oh, it was awful. Oh, it was awful. Um, but hey, at least I didn't have to have a kiss. <laughs> what a strange old brain, eh? Listen, thank you for... Uh, the last 37 minutes uh it's been it's been an honor a privilege and a pleasure to chat with you again um i hope your i hope your day will continue to go well and that you will uh yeah go lightly and uh, and and go well my old um my old counselor used to say go well mark and i i just it's just it's two simple words isn't it go well i and i i hope that you do so within to facilitate the, the the going to to facilitate the wellness with which you go i would like to remind you that as long as you can hear me you exist and because you exist you are entitled to love and to be free from pain you are connected you are wanted you are safe and you are welcome user mark stedman is now Logging off. <laughs>